Hello! Welcome to K2. My name is Kelton. I am hosting this episode as Russian for first 30 seconds. I am here with friend Keaton. See My name is Keaton. I'm from the South. He will be dirty, dirty south. 15 seconds, okay. and then we will shoot him up. Well, that was fun while it lasted. Yeah, so um, we were just talking about the power of stories. Stories are powerful. Um, and so for this episode, we have <laughs> some wilderness stories. We're calling this <laughs> Wilderness Stories Part 1. Nothing is censored on this channel. Well, I mean few things are anyway um i'm just kidding don't turn off now there's nothing bad <laughs> we're just gonna share some of our lowest moments out in the boonies <coughs> the lowest of lows and boonie the waters highs. and on that note let's start with stupid lake <laughs> there is a lake in the boundary stupid waters lake. That is named Stupid Lake. Actually, it's named Grassy Lake. and it's, But really, it should be called Stupid Lake. It should be called Stupid Lake. Because it's stupid. So stupid. Why is it stupid? I was about to ask you the same thing. Um, so Keaton and I co-led some trips for a, a camp a couple summers ago. And we were out in the boonie waters with a... In a Minnesota. You know it. And... Uh, yeah, so we come to this, it was supposed to the be a lake. BWCA, Boonie Waters of America. That didn't make any <laughs> sense. Never mind, keep going. Anyway, so we come out of the woods. We had just done this um, back-breakingly long portage. Yeah, I think it was something like 200, 200 rods or more. A rod is a canoe length for yes. those of you who so are voyagers or... Yeah, Canadians or frequent boundary waters. Uh, yeah, but we were with middle schoolers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you mentioned that. Mm -mm -mm. So we, I mean, middle school boys are strong, but, you know, they're young. This is true. Those are accurate assessments. Um, but yeah, so we come out of the woods and this, there's a meadow. There's a meadow... <laughs> With a muddy, muddy stream running through the middle of it. It was pretty muddy. And the mosquitoes and, and the leeches and, and the mud. Like, no joke, we found out how deep the mud was. Um, I turned around. I was minding my own business, you know, doing trip leader things. So, and, so if I can set this up. So, mm. each day of the trip, we had one of our students be the leader of the day. So, we asked the leader of the day... What would you like to do? Would you like to try and paddle this stupid lake? Or would you like to take this nice grassy portage trail to the next lake? Grassy is a strong word, but there was a portage there trail around. There was a portage around. trail. We didn't know if it was like quite like a... We figured like it looks like a portage. The Sometimes it's hard to tell. If it was <laughs> obvious the could choice just that should have been made. <laughs> We're just anyway, ragging course, on this poor kid, Keaton. Come I, on. <laughs> this wouldn't be in the stories if we did take that portage trail. Naturally, naturally. Our leader decided, let's mm -hmm. go and paddle the lake. I'm tired it, of carrying a pack. It wasn't entirely unreasonable. But well, anyway. It wasn't. So we were going to try it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. put the canoes down. And, mm -hmm. and what happened to you? Yeah, well, I was loading the canoe. I, I think the first canoe already went. 
and it's just mud all around this tiny little stream of muddy water that snakes through the grass. So much mud. So I was putting a pack in the canoe and just stepped in the wrong place, and I kid you not, I sank, my right leg sank up to my waist Mm -hmm. in mud. Gucky, gucky, methane-smelling mud. Bubbly, nasty. is disgusting. Now, I don't know how many of you are familiar with Keaton's height. (laughs) Um, But considering his natural elevation, he does have... Well, reasonably long legs, you know. So you all know, five was, foot five of me. Yeah, and <laughs> and all the way up to his hip, like he 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 finally pulled himself out of this mess. I am here up. today. I did survive. Thank you. And the expression of just disgust, <laughs> no, no loathing on his just quiet, resigned loathing. It was, it was very impressive. I have to admit. But, so that's stupid lake. You should go there sometime. We 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 made it through with some very hard paddling that was more like stick your paddle in the mud and drag. We were just mud sledding. It, it was blue on the map. Hey, you can't blame us. It mm. was blue on the map. In our stupid defense. lake. Um Yeah. Now speaking of stupid. <laughs> um, so when Keaton and I were training for um, all of all of this leading of trips, um, we did something called WLE, Wilderness Leader um, Expedition. And so they, they take all the, the leaders, the potential leaders, and they put them in canoes and give them packs and throw them out into the woods for no joke, like nigh on two weeks, sometimes more. Um, and so ours was, we went on this big trip. We went all the way over Lake Superior, um, down, not quite to Toronto. We were near by car, London, Canada. To clarify. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) yeah, we didn't, we didn't walk. Um, and so, so that was where our trip started. We were up in Tomogamy in Canada. Um, and so, yeah, there was just this one day. So we were, um, going down this river. And so the, the one day, that was like our second day on this river. I don't even remember its name to you. Somebody does. Um, but it was rainy. Um, we were tired. It was because, cold. Because no joke, we were getting like six Canada hours of sleep May a night. Cold. It was cold. Mosquitoes everywhere, always, because Canada in May. Um, and no joke, I was so tired. I, I was in the back of the canoe, steering, no less. And I began to not only fall asleep at the wheel, but actively hallucinate. I saw a stick in the river, and I was convinced it was a red bicycle. And I was like, oh, there's a bicycle in the river. It was pretty cool, though. It's on weird. that river, this was no hallucination. We did see a like rotting moose carcass in the river. That was kind of cool. I Bold must have been moves. asleep when that happened. Maybe you were. It was disgusting, but cool. Wow. Anyway. Um, but so at the end of the day, we, we pulled ourselves over to the bank. And no joke, it was like 20 feet of almost straight up muddy bank. It was a strong vertical. And so whoever was leading was that day. Isaac and I okay. got oh, off. I was, oh. That was the portage manager ah. of the day. So it was our last portage of the day. Mm-hmm. The, the light was getting low. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Isaac was the leader, so me and him get, got out, climbed up this steep bank. It was going to be a 3.5-kilometer portage, I believe, mm-hmm. which is long. I think that's over like two, two, two and a half two miles. miles, I think. So anyway, um, so we get up there, and it's just this grassy, like you could tell like no one's been there in a long time. And the swarms of mosquitoes were like so thick you could barely even see through it. We but we, we had bug nets and and our was, rain gear on. It was just to make us awful. Oh, it was terrible. And we couldn't find the portage trail. And at that site, there were supposed to be two of them. We found one of them, and it just like dead end basically and we couldn't find the other one so we ended up having to set up camp in this meadow in the woods that was not supposed to be a campsite a grassy meadow which for those of you who are less familiar with mosquitoes (laughs) is a bad bad thing when it comes to mosquitoes we were cold we were freezing we were getting chewed alive we were struggling to start a fire we were trying to put up camp we were struggling in every it was a miserable night but we survived everything was wet we found all the wood was wet the portage trail the next day and we were fine and and that portage, so that was the longest one that we had done up to that point, was that, you know, we've done longer ones now, um, but... Yeah, cough, cough, the three. grand portage, eight and a half miles. <laughs> well, Just not to that in there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so three, three and a half, you know, three kilometers. Um, and so we got up the next day, and, and so for the record, the mosquitoes were still bad, and when you have to poop in the woods... <laughs> That is never a good time. Yeah, they'll but, get your pasty white butt cheeks. That's for sure. Not more than that. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we started off the next day, and man, I was wearing I was wearing all my gear, you know, shoes, uh, rain jacket, rain pants, and a bug net over that, so I looked like hazmat or an astronaut. Take your pick. And the only thing I didn't have was gloves, and so I'm carrying this canoe over my head, <laughs> and I was actually like right at the front of the group, carrying this canoe, and. I don't know if you've ever carried a canoe before, but it they're heavy, and the mosquitoes were so bad. <laughs> I was running with this canoe on my head, and I would run, and finally they would they'd be catching my hands, and so I'd take the canoe off as quick as I could, put it on pretty... on the ground, and jam my hands in my pockets, and just take a break. And there were so many mosquitoes just bumping up against my net, the whine of them incessantly in your ears. I could stand there and clap my hands, and I'd kill like fifteen. If... If you're wondering why the heck we did this, that will be a later episode, so don't worry. Just stay tuned. And for the record, it was worth it. I would do it again. In a heartbeat. I would not prefer to do it with the mosquitoes, but I could be persuaded. But more on that later. So, yeah, Keaton's going to come at us with the next story. Yeah, on that same trip, I'll just transition to another portage we went. And this was on maybe the third or fourth day of the trip. I think fourth day. I was the leader of the day. And we came to this portage. It was, I can't remember if it was the last one of the day, maybe the second to last one. Mm -hmm. But basically the lake just stops up to mud. And then the shore is like another 20 or 30 feet away. 
And so, obviously, we have really heavy packs, being only the fourth day of a a 13-day trip. Mm -hmm. And all of our food, you know, it's, uh, it's heavy. And so, we're unloading these, and there's, someone had laid, like, logs on this, this, this mud. And for 20 or 30 feet, we had to balance canoes, we had to balance packs, walking on like two logs side by side through this mud man we were dirty after that but it was fun and then we got to the end of the mud part and that's when the actual portage began and we were exhausted we were weary people were starting to get a little feisty we were getting upset with each other there were 14 people on this trip it was a big group and uh what happened then um Let's see. So if I if I recall correctly, I think this was at lunchtime. Yes. Um, also, there's a really cool ice wall. Just had to throw that cool in. This wall. was like end of May. It was yeah. still like on the side of a rock cliff. It was pretty awesome. Probably there year-round. No Probably. Canada, but <laughs> so it was lunch, and somehow there was some discrepancy about which end of the portage <laughs> right. we were going to have lunch on. And so some people started carrying gear and went on ahead, and other people were staying back like, wait, I thought we were having lunch. And so then our group was separated. And so, you know, you you take some cranky, hungry 18 to 20-somethings, and you, uh, you know, you, you throw in now errors in communication and group separation, and everything was just... Um, and... And yeah, and so I think, I remember we ate lunch. That was good. At some point, we lunch figured out the snafu, and, and it was, whatever it was, it was undoubtedly the best lunch we had that day. Um, but then, uh, yeah, we we fortunately had with us someone who was very capable at rallying the troops. Um, his name, oh, what was this guy's name? Started with a K or something, I forget. But uh, it was me. It, it was Keith. <laughs> um, and and yeah, and he just stood up on this rock. All five foot four of them stood up on this rock. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's get it right. Five five here. All right, all right. Five five. Um, stood up on this rock, and he starts belting out just this beautiful Lord of the Rings style speech. He's like. You know, one day the strength of men may fail. Pretty sure he used those actual lines. I, I but that I is did. not this day. You know, it goes goes through the whole spiel. I was and then, memorizing that speech for such <laughs> an occasion. Uh, and then, but Keaton said something that was so true. He said, these are the days that we remember. It's not the sunny ones. It's not the ones that go well or there's no pain or that everything goes just right. It's the days that are miserable, cold, tough, painful, but fun. Those, so much fun. And those are the days that we remember. And what um, was so interesting to me is that as not only the days, the weeks, the months the year, the years now for me, progressed. Um, those words really stuck with me. Um, I remember those every time I'm out on expedition, having a sucky moment. 
Um, Didn't know I was such an inspiration, Kelvin. No, no, but but no, in a very real way, yeah. you were. Uh, those are the days that we remember. And um, what's important isn't necessarily trying to get out of the discomfort of the moment. That'll mm. happen eventually. Um, it's it's not even trying to be all sunny, sunny, happy, mm-hmm. you know, cheerful in those moments because sometimes they suck. Mm-hmm. But what it is in is the moment it very much did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's looking back later and understanding that that's something. There's something valuable here in this moment that we can take away. It's type two fun. It's type two fun. It's yeah. fun after the fact. Type one is fun during the fact. But long story short, basically the troops were rallied. We conquered that portage. It was really cool. There's an underground stream that came out from underground Mm -hmm. and then went back like in ground and then like a period later we were like wading through water and it was a fun one it was a fun but uh we probably have time for one or two more um if i can just quick share a a fun story i think this is the last one we wanted to mention on the wle towards the end of the trip we had a solo which basically we were dropped off in the woods along the lake by ourselves with a little bit of shelter and a sleeping bag and basically we're out there I think like 36 or 48 some long hours with no food um anyway I was put on my drop-off location they just tell you to get off and then they paddle on Mm -hmm. um was uh in this woods with right next to a beaver lodge and i'm a little nervous because you know beavers they chew through trees and they'll get you i'm going through the woods get you. behind where they dropped me off and they said no more than 50 feet in either direction and they drop you off so i'm a little worried because i'm looking around and the whole forest is just down trees and i'm <laughs> freaking out thinking anywhere i'm gonna build my tent this beaver is gonna come tonight and chew through a tree and it's gonna fall on me and i'll be dead and in the newspaper anyway i ventured off maybe a hundred feet it was a little probably more than they uh told me to do but uh eventually found up a little hill where there was not so many down trees and made sure the only trees near me because you know it's the woods you can't get away from trees were were small ones so i i figured if they did fall on me that i would survive it at least it just and hurt. uh Anyway, it was pretty fun sitting out there for 36 hours, and during the night, I'd hear the beaver's tail slap on the water, and it was it was fun. That was a good story. Hmm. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, so this was Wilderness Stories Part 1. Um, shortly for us, but maybe in a week or so for you, we will hit you with Wilderness Stories Part 2. I think we'll take a tack on Keaton and I sharing some more individual stories and And, uh we'll see if we can't fit in two episodes this might go on to three we'll see (laughs) we enjoy telling these these are very simplified versions but uh ask us anytime we'll be happy to tell you yeah this has been k2 we'll see you guys soon thank you for listening press upward or (laughs) cut that out (laughs) 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 botched